right, everybody. Welcome to episode number 95 of the Between the Cracks podcast. I am your host, Bill. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Chris, episode number 95. We are inching oh so close to episode 100. Something, dare I say, we never had dreamed of. Yeah, I mean, with the rate of speed in which we've been releasing episodes lately, <laughs> we may never get there, Chris. <laughs> uh, if we had been on a steady schedule of uh, once a week, I think we would have hit the 100 mark about seven months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're <laughs> you're absolutely right. But uh, that's neither here nor there, Chris, because we are indeed getting back in the studio well, a little more regularly these days. But uh, next week we will be off because, bud... You're getting married. Oh, indeed I am. And hopefully, like tonight's topic, I don't get ghosted at the altar. (laughs) What an absolutely brilliant segue, Chris. That was not even planned. (laughs) You just got to roll with it. So without any further ado, let's just get started. But tonight, we're headed to your hometown, Chi-Town, Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City. My favorite hometown. Yes, indeed. And we are there to discuss the one and only Mary. Now, you may say, Mary who? Well, bud, damned if we know, because there's quite a few theories as to who Mary actually was. Although they might not know the true identity of Mary, I'm certain most people are fairly familiar with her nickname. Tonight! Chris, we are discussing the one and only Resurrection Mary. Now, for those of you that might not have heard of Resurrection Mary, I'm going to put this in quotations. It's referred to as a local Chicago urban legend because no one actually knows if Mary is real or not. Some believe Mary is an apparition. Others believe she may be just a disturbed woman. And yet, some feel she is just a mere figment of many people's imagination. With all that said, why don't we dive right in to the history of Mary, or the legend of Mary. Because, in all honesty, let's face it, (laughs) Mary's quite transparent. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. All right, Chris, I'm just getting so excited for your wedding. I can't contain myself. I'm in a very good mood. So, uh, bud, lay it on us. Resurrection Mary, who the hell is she and what the hell has she been up to? Resurrection Mary was born in... No. uh, (laughs) Resurrection Mary, as you stated before, is a bit of a local legend because of many encounters with some of the locals, which are in the town of Justice, Illinois, which is where a cemetery is located by the name, you guessed it, Resurrection Cemetery. So what is the link between Resurrection Mary and Resurrection Cemetery, you might ask? Well, that's because the sightings tend to take place around Resurrection Cemetery. And Mary is a name that someone I believe was able to get from this person apparition that we don't know of yet to just know the fact that her name is indeed just Mary. There's no last name. It's just 
Mary. So then, uh, of course, after several encounters, eventually people started to give her the name Resurrection Mary because of the location of her sightings. Chris, let me ask you, are we just going to ignore how creepy the name of that cemetery is? Resurrection Cemetery? (laughs) Seriously, it's almost like you're insinuating that people are being resurrected from the dead. (laughs) I wouldn't go anywhere near this place. (laughs) Exactly right. Not to mention, if you saw something that even remotely looked like an apparition in front of the cemetery, I would get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Seriously, just some freak roaming around at nighttime. God damn. But who out there is picking up some stranger on the side of the road in the middle of the night? Oh, God. No way, dude. Not at gunpoint. I mean, if I saw somebody bloodied on the side of the road waving me down, I would still not. I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I might call the police or yeah, something, I'll call, but I'm I'll not going to stop. I'll call the cops and they, they can yeah. deal with this. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I wanted to ask you, Chris, have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? Technically, no, not a hitchhiker. I, I picked, I actually drove two people that were hiking one time and they said they needed a ride to the train station, but that was a different story. It wasn't like on the side of the road. It was in a parking lot. So I can't really say that was a hitchhiker. No, you? Would you say that was a hitchhiker? Hiker? <laughs> oh man. I, this may be our last episode, Chris. <laughs> and as for your question, Chris, yes, I did pick up a hitchhiker once it was a, a young lady. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, she, I just saw her on the Be- side of the before road. Before you finish your story, just just know that my hand is right next to the alarm. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I do hope this young lady is still alive and I'm not uh, wanted for anything because when I dropped her off, she was indeed uh, amongst the living. But, uh, no, I, I picked her up in town and then... Um, I didn't even ask her where she wanted to go. You know, I assumed it was just like the next town up or somewhere. Dude, within a quarter of a mile, <laughs> she asked me to let her out. <laughs> I swear to God. What, well, were you just like trying to make small talk? I, I don't even know what I was doing. I mean, I'm not overly creepy looking, especially back then. Maybe now, but God, not not back then. I was kind of I insulted. Mean- Beggars can't be choosers if you're going to be hitchhiking. Seriously, but uh, <laughs> that, that, that was my hitchhiking story. Now that I think about it, Chris, uh, the reason we may be so uh, terrified of hitchhikers these days is this podcast. And I, I think you recall we did that one episode on Philip Frazier, the uh, young college student who was driving from, I think, Alaska through the Canada and then going into Washington State. He picked up a hitchhiker and unfortunately was murdered. That's right. I fucking remember that. It was like the wrong place, wrong time kind of situation. Like the, the guy ended up choosing him over somebody else and ended up fucking killing him. Yeah. And then the kid was actually driving away, but then the guy ran after him and then kind of guilted him into taking him. Oh, that's right. That's right. He wasn't going to take him. I, that's the shit I'm talking about. And I don't care how innocent somebody looks. That is that is their intent to get you freaking suck you in man I'm, i would never that's the scary thing man because you just don't know i mean it, it, it can be a beautiful woman or a feeble looking old man and they could be a, a murderer you just don't know whoa, so whoa, whoa. did you just say beautiful woman <laughs> what do you got against unattractive oh shit no 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 bye bye buddy <laughs> oh. you've been canceled so indeed, Chris, I tell no tales. For the rest of my days, I will never pick up another hitchhiker. Here, here.
So, Chris, enough about you. Please, let's get back into old res erection. Mary. Why the fuck did you say it like that? <laughs> Chris, please, continue. Oh, buddy, you're skating on very thin ice. <laughs> Chris, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the story, as they like to say. Let's get into some eyewitness counts of those who had witnessed Oh, Resurrection Mary. But why don't you lead us off? What do you got for us? Well, we have to go all the way back to 1939, which is where the supposed first encounter slash sighting took place. And this would be by a, at the time, young man by the name of Jerry Pallas, who was a Chicago Southsider. Whilst Jerry Pallas, who refers to himself, I might add, as quite the ladies' man. And, uh, of course, seeing a young lady across the way in a white dress catches the eye of Jerry. And he uh, says to his old pal, hey, who's that? She's got legs for days, you see. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Jerry basically sees her across the way, kind of, you know, says to his girlfriend, hey, who's that? I'm going to ask her to dance. And indeed, he does. Makes his way over, asks her to dance. She obliges. They begin to dance at what was the Liberty Grove and Hall at 47th and Mozart at the time. This dance, as it takes place, they begin talking. She's apparently very quiet, doesn't say much. But he's able to get a name out of her, uh, Mary. He mentions that her hands, he actually says this to her, uh, you know, your hands feel ice cold. <laughs> Tip number one, perhaps. <laughs> but, well, Chris, I should mention, uh, Jerry, being the smooth talker that he is, says, you may have cold hands, but you have a warm heart. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I'm blushing. <laughs> Uh, so the, the party, which I'm sure was pretty dead, um, oh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, it continued on and eventually he asks Mary if he could drive her home, which is what a gentleman would do back in those days. He uh, decides that he wants to drive her home. She says yes. She gives him an address. He begins driving her to this address and then suddenly she... Uh, actually changes her request and says, I would like to be dropped off here instead. And that area was on Archer Avenue, which was, if you remember earlier, was the location of Resurrection Cemetery. So she asks him to stop the car. She gets out. He gets out with her, basically saying, you know, you know, what, what are we doing? There's nothing here. What do you, where do you want to go? She says to him, wait right here. She begins to walk away from him, heading towards the cemetery, and before his very eyes, completely <laughs> vanishes. Now, let me tell you something right now, Chris. There's no chance in hell, if she asked me to drop her off out in front of a cemetery, am I getting out of the car with her? So let's recap this. A very quiet woman with very cold hands... Wants to get dropped off at a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this has all the makings of a horror film. Uh, let's just say that would be the last time I would have her inside the car. I would drop her off and split. 
But Jerry, being the gentleman that he was, he got out of the car, tried to talk her out of going into the cemetery, but alas, she did not listen. As you said, she faded away (laughs) right before his very eyes, and uh, he was left dumbfounded. And at that point, he got back in the car and split. After Jerry drives away, what the hell happens next? You would think perhaps Jerry would uh, have just went home, went to bed and said, what the hell just happened and uh, (laughs) forgot all about it. But no, the next day he goes digging for some more information and he actually drives to the address that apparently Mary had given him before the detour. And so he goes there, he knocks on the door and he says, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but is there somebody by the name Mary here? He notices a picture behind her and it's the picture of this girl. He goes, no, that girl right behind you. I I had a dance with her last night. And the woman insists, she says, that's my daughter, Mary, and she died five years ago. Yeah, but this is quite the tale. And it's actually Jerry's encounter that got the legend started. So I think this all lies in Jerry's hands. And perhaps he took the truth to the grave with him. But uh, nonetheless, there were more encounters as the years went on. And the second one that we're going to get into is one that involves a cab driver who was headed down Archer Road. And as you said, Chris, what's on Archer Road? Resurrection Cemetery. And as the story goes, this cab driver was indeed lost, and he comes upon a woman walking down a street. So what's he do? He pulls over and asks her directions if she knows how to get to a certain location. He asks Mary, can you tell me how to get to so-and-so? And And, uh, she gives him directions. And in exchange for the directions, he offers to give her a ride. He didn't want this young lady walking alone on the side of the road at nighttime. So Mary gets into the car and they take off. But the interesting thing that we find out is that As I said, the cab driver was on Archer Road. He was but a mere three quarters of a mile to a mile away from Resurrection Cemetery. And as we said, he didn't know the area. And as they're driving, she abruptly asks him to stop in front of the cemetery. And he says, why do you want to get out here? So it's very similar to the initial story we told. But lo and behold, she doesn't even get out of the car here, Chris. She simply... (laughs) vanishes from the passenger side of the car in front of the cab driver's very eyes. And uh, there's actually a quote from this guy. He says, like you mentioned, a couple miles up Archer there, she jumped with a start like a horse and said, here, here, I hit the brakes. I looked around and didn't see no kind of house. Where? I said. And then she sticks out her arm and points across the road to my left and says, there. And that's when it happened. I looked to my left, like this, at this little shack. And when I turned, she was gone. Vanished! And the car door never opened. May the good Lord strike me dead, it never opened. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, old cabbie Ralph there. I mean, my goodness, that is quite the undertaking. Perhaps Ralph was the undertaker. (laughs) Oh, man. We're going to have to cancel the show. uh, (laughs) We're canceling the show, our own show. (laughs) These uh, sightings continued to take place. There were a number of sightings in 76, 78, as we said, the cabbies encounter in 79, 1980, as well as 1989. 
Apparently, all these interactions with Mary had involved near misses where people came very close to striking her. And in one case, they actually thought that they hit into her. They thought that they struck and killed a pedestrian. But when they get out of the car, there was nobody there, Chris. In one side, I would be a little freaked out. In, sec- <laughs> in the second, I'd be like, thank fucking God, I'm out of here. <laughs> Unless they hit her so hard, they just blew her into smithereens. <laughs> Can you imagine someone's like, when I got up, no one was there because you had knocked him into the fucking woods. That's why. <laughs> Knocked him clear of the cemetery gate right into a grave. (laughs) So as you can see, these sightings and stories of Resurrection Mary lasted for upwards of 50 years. Because remember, we said the first sighting was in 1939. And the last sighting that we're reporting on tonight ends up coming to us from the year 1989. And although there are still sightings today with uh, all the new technology without any kind of videotape evidence because we all have cameras and uh, can record videos uh, out of our back pocket without any kind of tangible evidence. The newer stories are starting to go by the wayside. So uh, people generally stick with uh, the stories that range from 39 to 89. And uh, there definitely is a little more mystery to them, I would think. Isn't, isn't it so odd that a ghost just refuses to get caught on camera? Mm, Absolutely oh, refuses. I mean, just ask Zach Bagans. I mean, how much trouble he has. <laughs> and it, he's a professional. Just out of reach. <laughs> it was just there a second ago. <laughs> and then uh, you look down the hallway and you see a, a little child's ball roll by. Or the uh, the sound in the background that could have caused by absolutely anything. Yes, yeah, something uh, falling but, or a door slamming. But must have been a ghost. Yeah, it had to be. But all joking aside, Chris, there was a, a local historian by the name of Richard Crow, and this guy seems to believe that these people are indeed telling the truth. I mean, he does make a pretty good argument because he says that all these people who made these claims were fairly upstanding citizens of their community. So, I mean, who the hell knows? It does make you wonder. I, I always wonder sometimes, uh, perhaps, if only the believers see the ghosts. But I think, like you said, some of the encounters here, there is a couple at one point that are driving along the side of the road by the cemetery and see this woman that's wearing white. And it, it's as if a, a light is shining through her, how bright she is. And, uh, you know, it just clicks in their head. Oh, my God, this must be Resurrection Mary. And uh, the, the husband says that he wants to actually turn around and get a second look. And and the wife's like, hell no, keep going, (laughs) which they do. But they describe their sighting and basically saying that this was at night. There's no way that it could have been a light that was illuminating this person. It's just too dark for that to happen. It wasn't like the sun was shining or there was a a street light or something. These people, I mean, you you can look at their faces when they're talking and, and not necessarily can tell if they're bullshitting or not, but I don't know. I, I, it seems kind of like a genuine encounter. If they did or not, I don't know. But, but you know, you think about it. If you're driving at night and you happen to see uh, a woman walking down the street in, in a gown and you're by yourself, and let's just say this is actually a living human being, I don't care what the situation is and I don't care what she looks like. I'm going to be absolutely terrified because there's something very ominous about a woman walking in a white gown by herself. 
Right, at nighttime. Like, that doesn't happen. So she's either a little messed up in the head, maybe, <laughs> or it's uh, an apparition or something. But I am in no position to find out. I would probably uh, <laughs> hit the accelerator. <laughs> Friggin' see ya. But Chris, I mean, we got to take a look and see what's going on inside uh, the gates of Resurrection Cemetery. Or should I say, the actual gate of Resurrection Cemetery. But it seems that uh, there's a section of the front gate in which two bars on a gate are burnt. And people seem to believe that the damage on this gate are from the very hands of Mary herself. So now is she an apparition or a fucking demon from hell? Perhaps uh, this is a very nice apparition, a calm, do-no-harm type of apparition. But who's going to find out? Who wants to find out? <laughs> sure as hell not me. <laughs> These people are fucking crazy. <laughs> but I guess we should get into the speculation as to who Mary actually was. And I'm going to toss it to you for this. Resurrection Mary. Do we have any idea exactly who she was the legend has it and you may uh, remember that i mentioned before about jerry palace when he returned to look for mary the following day to the address that uh, she had given him uh, the legend goes that mary had spent the evening dancing with a boyfriend at the o henry ballroom and uh, at some point, uh, they got to an argument. Mary stormed out, as <laughs> women often do in arguments. Whoa, holy <laughs> shit! I don't even have to say anything. Hit it! You've been canceled. I, I, I wanted that swing, and I, I knew I was going to get buzzed. Uh, anyway, just, just, just hear me out here. So she leaves the ballroom. She starts walking up Archer Avenue. Uh, Archer Avenue sounds familiar. Donut. Uh, so she didn't get very far and unfortunately, tragically, gets struck and killed by a hit and run driver. Uh, they fled the scene. Mary's pronounced dead, and parents basically find her at the site of where her body was. Truly tragic. Uh, she is buried in Resurrection Cemetery wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes and apparently the hit and run driver was never found now this is the legend that has been going around but there are also some theories as to the actual identity of mary and um one is that this girl by the name of mary bergovi who died in 1934 her death came by an automobile accident in downtown Chicago Loop. Now, if you remember, that first sighting that was documented was by Jerry Paulus in 1939. And you recall that when he went to the door of Mary's apparent house, her mother said, that can't be my daughter. She died five years ago. And that would line up perfectly with 1934. So this is or was at the very least, one of the top speculations as to who a Resurrection Mary actually was. I'm not going to say it's credible, but it definitely does lend itself to making the story a little more believable. There might be something to this, Chris. 
I, I, I mean, let me ask you this. Do you believe in ghosts? That's a good question because I believe that there is something, but I, I can't quite can't quite put my finger on it. I've never witnessed a ghost before, and I, I need to kind of see to believe. So it's really uh, it's really up in the air. I can't I can't say yes or no really. Uh, but as for me, and thank you for asking, Chris. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, no, I don't believe in ghosts, but it doesn't mean that the idea of it doesn't frighten me. I mean, logically speaking, I don't believe in them because I've never had any experience with them. And uh, I, I don't know, for me, I, I have a tendency to believe that uh, once you die, that's it. And as terrible as that is to uh, believe, that's just my opinion. What the hell can I tell you? My bark is much worse than my bite because... Uh, as I said, I don't believe in ghosts, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't start psyching myself out that there might be one and get scared shitless and have to uh, run away from whatever situation I was in. <laughs> Which we've done many times before. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, take apartment F, our haunted apartment next door. When there is just an eerie, dark setting that you know that perhaps maybe ghosts don't exist, but if they do, they would exist here. That's unnerving enough to, to make you run out of, out of a room. Absolutely. So, Chris, there is actually one more theory, right? Yeah, and, and actually, there's a uh, there was a Chicago author um, by the name of Ursula Bielski um, back in 1999, where she actually documents there that there is a possible connection to this woman named Anna Norcus. Anna, in quotations, Mariha. I, I. <laughs> oh, Maria, Maria. And perhaps they did find her on the west side of Chicago. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, that, that could just be coincidence. But this woman was apparently killed by an auto accident as well in 1927 on her way home from the O. Henry Ballroom. So perhaps her middle name, Maria, is where she gets Mary from even though her real name is Anna Norcus. So perhaps that's the connection there with Mary. Uh, but that's just really the only other possible identity of Mary that, that's been out there in circulation. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of ties in nicely too, just like the other theories that we mentioned. So it's a coin toss, Chris. Uh, who knows the real identity of Mary? Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously we don't. Well, it's actually funny that you say that because... I booked you <laughs> a one-night stay in Resurrection Cemetery. Uh, unfortunately, you you have to check in at approximately 3 a.m. in the morning. That's the... <laughs> the hell I am. So, Chris, let's wrap this up. I, I'm tired, and I, I got to get the hell out of here for the night. I'm going to ask you flat out, Resurrection Mary, real or bullshit? What do you say? Well, I got to tell you, I remember seeing this episode years ago when I was younger, and I remember it chilling me to the fucking bone. So... Oh, spit it out. I, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but I'm going to say yes, it's true. Holy shit. Look at you, Chris. I mean, maybe this podcast is getting to you. Perhaps. Perhaps I'm just feeling a little... I don't know. It's that time of year. Fall's coming. Halloween's around the corner. 
Uh, as for me, and uh, thank you again for asking, Chris, I really appreciate it. I can't consciously sit here and say that I do believe that Resurrection Mary is real. On this one, Chris, I got to go against you, pal. I'm calling 100% bullshit. Wow. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, this might be a first in BTC history where I actually believe uh, an apparition exists and Bill doesn't. Don't go by me because I <laughs> I was the guy who believed that the TikTok time traveler was indeed real, Chris. <laughs> hey, the footage uh, was pretty remarkable. Oh, that, was, that was absolutely insane. But uh, Chris, that's it. That is the story of Resurrection Mary. And uh, her legend still lives on today because it's noted here that there were actually three films made uh, titled Resurrection Mary. And these were based on this paranormal tale. So I don't see this story going away anytime soon. But that's it for me, Chris, because my eyes are closing and I have absolutely nothing left in the tank. So let me give the rundown and we can get the hell on out of here. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us uh, on Facebook and Instagram between the Cracks Podcast. If you would love to become one of our lovely patrons, please feel free to do so. And you can do that by clicking on the link in the show notes. Hey, the more the merrier. Um, but that's it for us. So, uh, Chris, what do you say we wish to find, find people out in podcast land the fondest? Oh, a farewells. Mm-hmm.